My client is a fine, upstanding citizen. You guys seen that video, seven dudes in one cup? Whose only problem is that he's too honest. Objection! He isn't even wearing pants! Exactly! Neither am I! Is that a crime? Uh, yes, yes it is. So I'll do the a quick recap. Uh, but... <laughs> Last time you guys accosted some uh, homeless Darrow who was just trying to make deliveries uh, and you like mugged him on the street and stole his shoes and his hat and he looked like he was definitely mentally disturbed but instead of getting him help or taking him to a doctor you just beat him up and left him there and then you hid in the shadows to watch him wake up confused and alone. And, uh, no shoes. This is a very hostile recap. <laughs> we offered to kill him. But I mean, just imagine he was like a Rain Man kind of guy, and the only thing he could do was like deliver stuff, and you kind of you just you just threw his world and upside down. Take his fucking shoes. <laughs> package. Yeah, definitely package. But uh, so that was Droki, and then you <laughs> followed him into the West Cliff District, down into a series of hidden tunnels, which you're in now, that are infused with the Fair's Rest. And uh, you discovered some mushrooms. What was it? The uh, bigwig mushrooms that uh, essentially cast the enlarged spell on you. And uh, the, what was it? Polywort? Pygmywort. Pygmywort mushrooms that shrink you, oppositely. And uh, you were traveling through some tunnels, and you're actually just now getting started. And you went through this thick, thick thicket of mushrooms, and Sarath got this feeling to move in a different direction than the group, and he kind of wandered off. And uh, you found a group of frolicking um, myconids, uh, four sprouts like the size of stool, and three adults, five sprouts actually, and three adults, and two quagoths that are covered in fungus and yellow mold that seem to be mindless. And uh, one of the uh, adults cast the, used his rapport spores to talk with you. And he started talking about uh, how they were here dancing because they, they came and they found these uh, unique mushrooms that you guys had found earlier. And they were drawn to them. And they're here dancing in celebration of the lady who has recently become part of their life. And they were just in the process of asking you guys if you would like to partake. And uh, he'd be willing to give you some of the lady's gift if you wanted it and while he was offering that and you're in uh, the uh, <coughs> telepathic communication link of the report spores you could feel one of the mycid sprouts uh, this guy felt very resistant and almost fear like he was he couldn't say it to you but he was wanting you warning you not to take it not to take this guy's offer and Sarath is putting off the same kind of thing where his mind is wanting to join these guys but his body like his facial expressions are telling you like he's scared he's frightened and that's where we were so uh to jump right back in the conversation um well uh the uh, adult mike nid will keep talking and he'll say um yes the the lady we have walked the lady's dream through these mushrooms to find this place if you partake we can show you to her what's this lady offering Oh, the lady, she she promises to join all Mycnids in glorious harmony. Not just in Neverlight Grove, but throughout the Underdark. But the lady, she, what makes her special is she doesn't limit her reach to only Mycnids now, but we can reach to all creatures if you partake in the lady's gift. Well, we don't plan to be staying down here in this Underdark anyway. And he'll say, ah, yes, and the lady, she, she feels the same. She wants to grow 
and spread her gift uh, even to the surface. Mm. Raylan just kind of shakes his head and takes a big step forward, takes his rope and starts roping Sarath around like <laughs> his arms to his trunk. And he's like, yeah, we're not doing this. And he uh, gets a few coils of rope around him and then he tucks the rope through so that he has kind of a leash on him and he's like we'll get you sorted out later Sarah. let's get the fuck out of here Sherwin says what's this all about it sounds like she wants to give us something eyes on the prize sounds like she wants to give us a prize and uh, he'll lean down He's and he'll kind of get on Sherwin's level um, do that thing that Raylan <laughs> does to all the short people and uh, <laughs> He'll talk to you in your mind and he'll say, well, well, the offer will always stand. If you wish to join us, you can come now or you can find us again in Everlight Grove. We are preparing a, a glorious celebration for the lady. And then when he mentions that, you can see, feel this like sensation of confusion and fear from uh, one of the, uh, the Myknoid um, sprouts. And he'll even like take a step backwards just to kind of like distance himself while the other ones are still kind of frolicking around. That's very and when kind you tie, of you. When you tie uh, Sarath up, he, uh, in his mind, he, he almost feels relieved, but his, um, his body is kind of fighting you a bit. But it's weaker. It feels weaker than it normally is, his body in general, and you're able to easily kind of maneuver him around once you lasso him up. And, you hear that, uh, everybody? We can meet them up later at Neverlight Grove, where we're hopefully going anyway. Everybody okay with that? And he kind of just, like, has his one fist around the rope and his other palm up like questioning like are we really doing this can we just get back to work are there mushrooms here in the front yeah like, they're the same here? kind of mushrooms that you guys picked up earlier oh the big and smalls yep so while there doesn't seem to be any immediate takers um the uh mike noid that was talking to you he says very well well we will travel now through the lady's dream follow us if you wish and um, he will, uh, you'll see like in this big uh, thicket of mushrooms here along the wall, um, a little sliver kind of opens up inside one of these really large mushrooms and kind of splits open, almost like a poltergeist kind of thing. Um, and uh, he and the other mic noise will kind of just step into it and they will just blink out of existence. What? And uh, the finally what? the last, the last guy is gonna hesitate and he's gonna still with the uh, report spore link with you guys. He's gonna turn. Can and I rope it like, real quick? He's gonna ask you. Uh, can I don't want to go. Can I? Can I come with you? Why don't you want to go? Uh, it's it all seems too bizarre and sudden. I don't I don't trust this lady. Everyone. But in, she's your people. No, she's not our people. She's not a mic. No one has seen her. I've never seen her anyways. But have you dreamt the, of her? Uh. No, I have not dreamt of her. But half of I the had colony. A dream. What? What dream? Show me. I had a dream of a mushroom lady. Um. So as you recall that dream, he uh. That famous speech on the steps of uh. I have a dream. Lincoln Monument. <laughs> that mushroom people. <laughs> and white people. And lizard folk. Sorry, Keep going. I had you, to. Yeah. You got the podium. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can all so, be meet together we will be like uh, the waters of many streams joined together in one great river mm. where we will all eat the poop of our neighbor now I'm just thinking about a bunch of dudes standing around <laughs> peeing in one cup or something 
You guys seen that video, Seven Dudes in One Cup? <laughs> Alright, so he'll, when you mention your dream, he'll like probe your mind a bit and he'll say, uh, I, I've never seen this creature, but it, your vision looks like Never Like Grove. Yep, that's about what Stool said. And Sarath. And once you mention Stool, he will kind of perk up a bit. He's like, oh, you know Stool. Oh yeah, he's my little buddy. He's been missing for several weeks. Where is he? Well, he was a prisoner with us, and he's he's following along. He's back at camp right now. I I wish very much to meet him. Please let me travel with you if you don't mind. Oh come on, commands right. to jiggling. Yeah, you get the impression that this guy is a lot more laid back than Stool, or Stool is like kind of like super peppery and annoying and a bit. Uh, he's also an adult, little... right? No, this guy's also a, uh, a sprout, so but oh. he feels a little bit older, maturity-wise, than stool. Can we see what he looks like again? Squidbilly. Oh, Squidbilly. Okay, right. Uh, here, I can actually show you the, the full body art. Mm. Give, me the Give me them nudes. <laughs> Rumpa dump. He's got legs and shit. He's got hands. Yeah, he's a little more. Uh, he's about the same size as Boyd, three feet or so. And he looks evil as fuck. <laughs> no, no, no. Those are friendly evil eyes. He's like Cthulhu esque. Drop a dump. In a few Rapa moments dump. after uh, after they leave uh, through the mushrooms, you can feel like Sarath relax a bit. What's your name, new friend? I'm sorry. What's that? Say it again. What's your name? What's your name, new friend? Rumpa dump. Rub it down. Very nice to meet you. And uh, Sarath will like relax to the point where he just, you can just see like the relief like wash over his face <coughs> in his mind as the report spores are now starting to wear off. And uh, and Raylan kind of spins him around to look at him in the eye, kind of like inspecting whether he looks normal again. Uh, super observant Boyd can notice uh, that the patches of like rashes on his face and his body have they've grown like in a few seconds that he's been over here like they're probably a centimeter off of his face in length now damn Sarah your face is fucked up and he like brushes it with his hand and he's like oh this is this is not touch it you want to tell us what the hell happened you keep asking me that. I don't know. I just woke up like this one day. Wait, where were you? Uh, I was, I don't know when. I just woke up with it, but I was, you know, I was on a patrol. Patrol of that area we were at? Yeah, Vidalkin Vale. So why are you trying to get to Neverlake Grove? Um, he has a kind of a confused face and he's like, I just, I, I need to go there. Mm-hmm. What you confused about? It's, uh, I gotta, I gotta stay low. I gotta, you know that I told you what I did or what I'm accused of. It's, uh, you can, like, uh, feel this, like, next string of sentences. It's almost like he, he's reading it from a script or something. Um, but he'll say, uh, never like Grove is a, it's a sanctuary. It's a place where I could hide. Could just come to the surface with us. And then it, like, cuts back to normal Sarah, and he's like, Okay, and how many drow do you see running around on the surface? Not many. More than you used to. 
<laughs> says the old man. <laughs> uh. <laughs> He's a Sarah wow, shakes we his head. Flavors let's let's <laughs> let's just get out of here. Uh, let's just I wanna let's just get out of here. He just shakes his head. I wanna scoop some more of that mushrooms up. Alright, go for it. Um let's see if the roll is still in here. It is not. So roll one D ten plus ten. Hey. 19 big, 20 smiles. And uh, Raylan is just going to stare down Sarath and grab him by the shoulders and just very calmly and seriously ask him, can I let you out of these ropes? Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. All right, so he, he lets him out of the ropes. And at, with that last sentence, the report spores have finally wore off and he's speaking under common or elvish now. We've got 49 grow shrooms and 41 shrink shrooms. <clears throat> yeah. um, so, I think uh, Grimsby was driving the bus on this. Yeah, because he's tracking. Yeah. Yep. So, Grimsby, feel free to move or do whatever you guys want to do. I'm... Well, I'm not going to explore the rest of this room, I guess. <laughs> I kind of like to, but I'm just going to... And by the way, when uh, right now I think you guys are still small, or did you eat any of the big mushrooms when you stepped out of there? We haven't grown yet. Yeah, I think we're still small. Okay. Okay, and so you... roughly the same size as the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh... Which means the boy's like what, a foot tall? Yeah. Something like that. When he was talking. Okay. So when you were, when you guys were calling him little guy and all of that, he was probably very confused. So as you make your way through the tunnel, and I'll just stop you there. They um you are starting to notice that you are not the only creatures about. You can see like some uh, remains of uh, different uh, animals along this tunnel, mostly insects that have been partially eaten by some creatures. And as you round this corner, you can hear kind of a gnawing around the bend on the other side of that corner in front of you. Is this space normal? Like, can we just, can we eat the mushrooms and grow right now? Yeah, you could grow. Yeah, I'm gonna eat my mushroom. Me too. All right. Let me subtract some. So let me stop you right there, Grims. I'm gonna jump maps real quick. Okay. Uh... Is everybody eating a mushroom? Yeah, I'll go back to normal. Connie, are you growing? Yeah, he'll eat too. Okay, 43 left <clears throat> oh that's fine All right. so yeah you round the corner and you're gonna see some really nasty looking creatures gnawing on some remains of some large insect the insect they're eating on looks like it was probably three feet long in length and let me see how working yeah cool you guys can see everything yeah so at the end of this tunnel um you see three of these guys What's the lighting situation here? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, the fair's res uh, makes everything dimly lit. So you can see. It. Mom! And uh, nice. just kind of, just like in the picture, you notice that these guys don't have eyes. Um, they are eyeless. Um, but they are gnawing on these creatures in the tunnels. Naked mole rats. What do you do? I'm going to stealth. We can, we can see from here that they don't have eyes? Yeah, you can see from here they don't have eyes. Hell yeah, let's stealth. Are they huge? 
Uh, they are normal sized creatures. Um, they're probably about six feet tall. <clears throat> they carry, um, they wear like basically like a, a furry loincloth and they have, uh, you can see they have these like, bloodied spiked clubs that are laying on the ground beside them. Maybe they use these to, to beat the insects to death before they start eating them. <laughs> well, if you're gonna I, don't stealth... want to use, I don't want to use their clubs on me, so I'm going to. So I'm trying to use the buttons on Roll Twenty on D on Dini Beyond. It's not letting me. It's making me do this stupid freaking dice. How is everybody else rolling? I don't think anybody else has dice on. I think you and I are the only one who pay the count. Oh, let me pull up your seat and see if I can do it. So yeah, anybody that's gonna stealth, please roll. All right. Um. Let's see. I got a sixteen, but. Oh, what, on your screen? <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm going Damn, sure we rock. Turn this off. Let's see. These are uh, impressive fucking rolls. <clears throat> I'm just gonna roll d20 plus two. I got it. I figured how to do it. Just click the, I got, uh... I got plus two, so 20. So, um, you just click the, the, uh, skill ability, and it pops up that window on the right-hand side, right? Then there's yeah. a beyond there's a beyond twenty button up there. Just click that one. Okay, do it that way. Um, and you, you are on the tail end of Pass Without a Trace right now. I think you casted it right before you came in the uh, West Cleft. So um, your guys are still going to get your plus ten on this. Oh yeah. And so let's see. That would mean the lowest person is Grimsby and or no, yeah Grimsby would be the lowest. No, 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 no. Donnie. Where's Donnie's? Oh shit, there he is. Yeah. I'm at 18. Alright, go ahead and move forward. If you want to move to the cave. <laughs> oh god. Guys, we have to we have to walk through them. Don't go ahead of me. I'm the trekker. <laughs> As you're muttering this aloud. <laughs> uh, Sherwin's gonna hide behind Grimsby. Sized. Uh, Donnie will be walking behind Sherwin. Where'd Donnie go? Not on the screen? Um, Alright, I gotta put you on the screen then. No, he was here. I just wasn't moving him. Uh, please move him. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> when Donnie passes through, um, they don't see anybody, but uh, their sense of smell is very keen. And all of them, right when he passes by, they just start going... <laughs> Wait, he's got that... New car, new carriage smell, and a bag of rotted meat. Yeah. <laughs> so either it's the bag of rotted meat that picked up their smell, or or that that caused their noses to pick them up, or it was his new car smell. Either one, there's a strong smell <laughs> being admitted, and uh, they're going to turn around and uh, have their clubs in hand and lunge towards the sense of the spot of the smell. Can I use my telepathy to tell Donnie to move? give him advantage on dodging to leave uh he's not gonna be able to dodge out of the way i mean dodge in what sense i'm not sure i'm following what you're wanting so like he can continue forward and they don't strike anything i mean they're blind as it is mm. they don't have eyes is what i said do i <laughs> yes, get like a, some type of reaction save or something uh no not necessarily so I'm <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna roll initiative. It's not a surprise round. That's all it is. It's just normal oh, okay. standard gotcha. combat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I didn't know about the initiative thing. Okay. Initiative. I thought it was just like happening. 
I tried, Donnie. Sorry. Well, if you get like a super high initiative, you could do that on your turn. Yeah. Yeah, super high seven. <laughs> Put me at the bottom. As the like the club smashes into the back of Donnie's head, he hears Boyd's voice in his head go, <laughs> "Run!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working too. Okay. Yeah, just realized I didn't have the grid turned on, so I'd, I'll put Donnie. Which one do you want to be on side? What side do you want to be on, Donnie? The right or the left? I'll be closer to Sherwin. I was. Okay. I said I was like following him, so I'd be okay. like right behind him. All right. Try to get everybody on a square somewhere. I had the grid turned off by accident. All right. Cool. So one, two, three, four. Missing Sherwin's initiative. Oh, sorry. And oh. Cool. So Sherwin, you're up first. All right. Sherwin says, oh, looks like we've got ourselves in some trouble, boys. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, this guy. So if I cast Fairy Fire and I, I hit, even though these guys don't have eyes, do they still get on him if he fails his deck save? Uh, I mean... The fairy fire is more to like for them to light them up so that they're more easily to hit for you. So right, you would, but yeah. if my I'm gonna shoot it in a square, right? And then yeah, so he would get he would have to roll save too, right? Yeah, anybody in the square is gonna have to roll. Right, but if he fails it, even though they can't see, uh, they, they don't have eyes. And I'm I'm trying to say this explain this without metagame. They don't have eyes. It doesn't mean they're completely without senses. All right. So it doesn't mean that they, they they don't sense light. I wouldn't be able to tell you that. <laughs> Sherwin asks them. Excuse me. Do you sense light? <laughs> the heat of my flame. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. We're gonna do it. Firebolt. <laughs> uh, he pulls out his uh, ripcord stick, rips the cord, and uh, casts. Fairy fire. Let's see. So that would without myself. Goes up to here. Yeah, I'm lit up too, then. No, you're fine. Oh, It'll just be okay. me and Donnie that has to roll right. it. So go ahead and Donnie and Sherwin, give me some deck saves. So Donnie fails. Sherwin, what's the DC on this, Sherwin? Uh, was it against my spell modifier? Yeah, right? your spell or... DC. Yeah, your spell DC. Uh, save DC is fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, I failed. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Are you sure to fight him too? Uh, it says each object, any creature within the area, when the spell is cast, is also outlawed. And only one of the Grimlocks failed. Don't bitch. So I will put him in a green glow. A green dot on him. Green dot on Donnie. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Cool. And you got movement and stuff if you want to move, Sherwin. Draw a little box on yourself. Alright. <laughs> It's an earring. <laughs> Alright. I move uh, here. Alright. Grimsby, it's your turn. 
a flash okay, of light pops I'm... up. Donnie and one Grimlock is a glow. Okay, I'm going to. I'm looking for the thing. I'm going to minus the five so that I can get the plus ten damage. Wherever the hell it is in my sheet, I can't find it. Sharpshooter, there you go. So minus five to the attack roll, but plus ten to the damage. And I so I'm gonna attack the the Grimlock with the fairy fire on it for advantage. Alright. And I'm not going to cast Hail of Thorns, because I'm going to kill Donnie again. So what do you mean again? Okay, definitely hits. Um and so Sorry, my bad. I just realized I'm out of spell save lot. <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll just we'll just uh, we'll, we'll say like Unless a bunch we had of a dust. Power of doing nothing harder than walking and talking or whatever, right? I'll just take it off. No, it's not just a short rest. Um, it's not really detrimental to us. It is for me. <laughs> I'll just take it off. But anyways, your attack still hits. Even and, minus five? Uh, even minus five. Okay. So then it's 13 damage. Well, I guess now it doesn't matter. So I guess I'll, I'll just go for the one right next to Donnie, the one in front instead of the one behind. Okay, that's fine. With, so with 13 total damage, the arrow just whizzes like right through its eyeless socket and it just plops to the ground dead. So pinned up against the wall. He's dead, but I technically get another 1d8 damage dice can i use that i'm you talking can... on one of the other ones no <laughs> okay. uh it's, it's a separate attack yeah sure it's the same attack no okay well, i guess i'm finished i don't think i can use my my advantage extra or i don't think i can use my extra d8 on it on another attack only the first should have cleaved through him the first one into the second one <clears throat> wasn't a crit uh Raylan's turn so I rolled an arcana to see what I know about these guys. Okay. Yeah. I will I'll share the sheet with you. That's a pretty good roll. And these they're not too complex or I mean the DC for like checking for creatures is based on their challenge rating and these guys are pretty low challenge rating. I'll just show it to you. And uh yeah, they're <laughs> blind hunters. Really they have extremely good sense of smell and hearing. And um you would know that they have some blind sight also. So if you get too close to them, regardless of them not having eyes, they essentially fight the same way as if they did within a certain mm -hmm. amount of space. And you gonna do anything else? But I'll say yeah, you like you can get everything on it everything on that summary page is what you know based on that. Okay, part. sounds good. I'm just gonna hack at him with the halberd. <clears throat> and you hit nine. Yeah, so you severely debilitate him as you slash through him. <clears throat> His big uh, double chin, blood's just shooting out of it. <laughs> Donnie, your turn. Oh, and I'll move here in case Donnie wants to flank or something. So initially, Donnie was taken quite by surprise with these dudes hopping up to attack him. But then he saw one drop with an arrow, and another one wail in pain as Raylan cut into it. So he's going to go from running to fighting. Back at the closest guy, I guess. The, he'll double team this Raylan. And you miss. It was a crit fail as well. Crazy roll. Why is it why is it giving like a minus one in there? From the acid. This is the same sword. Oh the same weapon? Ah uh, the rust or whatever. Okay. It's also my second crit fail in a row, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta it's get him Donnie's out of the way. Turn today. <laughs> 
Gotta get him out of the way for the boss fight. So, Donnie changes from run to attack, draws out his, like, decaying steel sword, and attempts just, like, overhead, just straight down onto this thing's back. And, uh, you whiff, uh, you do catch its pants, uh, and you're able to de-pants it. So you can see oh. the nasty Grimlock butt, which, um, if you don't No remember. reaction from Donnie. Just another <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. So that's the end of your turn. You good? Uh, yeah. All right. Um, so they are going to go next, and they're just going to kind of converge on the, the strong smell. And the first one's going to move over and attack with his spiked bone club. Let me use my reaction on the one going after Donnie right now. Oh, okay. Go for it. Just hit him with my spores. DC 13 con save. Fuck. This dude's a fucking beast. <laughs> Uh, so he plows through the misty spores and throws his club down for <clears throat> six total damage, four bludging, two piercing. And now the second one will go, and he also hits. Who's he For hit? another, this is also Donnie. They're kind of going after the strong smell for another six. Alright, I want to use my reaction to stab the second dude. Okay. What's that called oh, again? Wait, hold on. They might have... They might have to miss. Oh. Is repost? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll just check the rules and do it next time. <laughs> and next is Boyd's turn. Alright. I am going to poison spray. So I need a con save 13. Alright. From this feller. He fails. He fails. So I'm gonna. I guess I'll roll it then for some damage. It didn't go anywhere. And if you go up, uh, I Eight. think if you click, you can. I found where you can disable the dice on your thing, dude. Um, if you, where? you go to the your uh, the drop down menu by your your portrait, where your character mm -hmm. name is on your sheet. Got it. it. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, that's eight damage. Eight damage, and this guy mm -hmm. takes a big old whiff of that, and yeah, he's not immune to shit, so he takes all of it. These both of these guys are pretty uh, up. And at the bottom of the turn order, from both ends of the cave, you uh -huh. can hear some the sound of many legs running forward. Map slowly populates. Many legs, many, many, many legs. So just just from the southern portion of the cave, but you see uh, oh, yeah. essentially what the those guys were eating on a couple seconds ago. Except it's alive. How long is it? This one, it, now that you're like a, taking a closer look at it, um, it was two halves that the guys were chewing on. So this thing is about mm, eight to nine feet long. And it's huge, massive centipede looking creature. And it's gonna roll initiative. And next is sure, no, Grimsby, your turn. Sherby. Okay. Wait, I'm confused. Uh, you were, like, yeah, you you, you, yeah, I don't know. When I reordered it for some reason after putting in the, this creature and it like, Flopped you guys, even though you have the same um, initiative roll. So, sure, when you go first. Sorry, you were ahead. Uh, do I, I get two attacks now since I didn't get an attack the first time? <laughs> well, how are you like bag. you guys just like forgetting all the rules all of a sudden? <laughs> I'm not. No, you don't get two attacks. It's been a couple what? days. In a while. It's been a couple days. <laughs> no, but we haven't had combat in a oh. oh. All right. No, you don't get another attack. Yeah, DM. It's just, all right? 
How about that? <laughs> I only noticed because Donnie's well, that, like, What is that? Alright, there's only one of you there's a bunch of us, so... Fucking get your shit straight. Alright, hold on. Let me... Let me just paint the picture here. So then I could have... I could have not said anything and received the <laughs> benefits of a spell that I did not have a slot for. But yeah, instead, yeah. I chose the high ground and told the truth. <laughs> this fucking outstanding lad. And I'm rewarded. Come on. I'm rewarded with nothing. <laughs> All right. Um, Jerry, my client is a fine, upstanding citizen whose only problem is that he's too honest. <laughs> I do have to point out that his spell really fucked Donnie over and only one of the enemies. So it wasn't like, it, I think it was net like shitty for us anyway. Well, they can't see anyways. So it would have been, it wouldn't have hurt either of us. Run that through the DM <laughs> real quick. Yeah. <laughs> the sure one just determines the rules on the fly. They can see somehow. Uh, all right, sure. And what do you want to do? I want to attack two times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll I'll give you your action. Go ahead, go ahead. You'll get an action. Right. We'll see about the other one. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. All right. That kills both of them. Woo! So you whiz a couple bottle rockets through hey, there. He got he got two attacks. Yeah, I gave him his action. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they uh, light their. These guys are like pretty putrid smelling. They're like the equivalent of um, of Donnie's bag of goods. So the bottle rocket kind of singes their hair, and you can smell that waft through the air. Maybe Donnie's all about it though. The rest of you guys may not like it. And they flop to the ground. And Grimsby, it's your turn. You can see this massive insect come. Borrowing, uh, barreling down the tunnel. Is it a monstrosity? It t tis. It is a monstrosity. And what do, what do I... <laughs> I have advantage on survival checks. Oh, okay. Survival uh, and intelligence checks to, like, identify it and stuff. Is that an, is that an action, though? It is. Alright, I'll go ahead and do that. So I'll do an intelligence check. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, wait, that was, that was history, not intelligence. Sorry. Yeah, this would be Arcana. Finally, okay. 14. 14. Hmm. Let's see. What was be something? So I'll oh, give you uh, two two uh, bits of information about them. One is um, they can climb on all surfaces, meaning that they can like scale the walls and the ceilings and things like that. So it, it's possible it can fight four-dimensionally. Um, and... It can another... go through time. Yes, yeah, three dimensions. What's this three. fourth dimension that it can play? <laughs> hey, I'm looking at the stat block, all right? It says uh, it has the ability to do phasing. Um, but it doesn't actually allow it. It's three dimensions. And uh, what else? Okay, yeah. And um, you know that they like to use their tentacles, um, which produce a poison that can cause you to become paralyzed. And that's kind of the big thing you need to watch out for when fighting them. These are poisonous tentacles. Okay. Yeah, I relay the information to everybody, and I move and you, over to the wall. And you know that those tentacles also can reach out to 10 feet. Damn, 10 feet. So they have reach. All right. All right, I guess that's it for me, then. All right, Raylan, your turn. Mm. I'm going to blast it. <laughs> All right. 
And it hits. Wow, great roll. Yeah, that's a lot of damage. Yeah, you blast one of its many legs right off with the force damage. Okay, and then I'm going to backpedal a little bit and get set with my halberd in the receive a charge position. Remember when there used to be a ton of things like that in D&D? You can still charge, that's an action. Oh, you can receive a charge though. There was like all these rules like, oh, if you take your action to set to receive a charge, you negate the benefits of the charge and blah 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 blah. (laughs) It's much easier now. The uh, the only guy within reach of him is going to be Boyd. <coughs> so it's going to crawl forward. And about right here. And it's going to use Calm its down, tentacle. Throw one of its tentacles out of Boyd. For a 23. Which hits. And I need a con save. Did it roll? Did it roll? No. Nope. I didn't make it either. So you take six poison damage, and uh, you are paralyzed for one minute. When you're you paralyzed, can make... what can you do? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay. You're frozen. And but at the end of each of your turns, you can uh, re-roll this saving throw to see if you can break out of it. So let's get paralysis. Paralysis. So just take out six then. Yep. Just six poison. Okay. And. It has a multi-attack, so use the rest of its movement to come up, and now it's going to bite, (laughs) and it misses. Already has advantage because you're paralyzed, still misses. Still misses. And it's Donnie's turn. How do you miss a paralyzed person? (laughs) Don't make it angry. Getting ahead of yourself, I guess. They're so hungry! Oh! <laughs> 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 I'm so hungry, I can't get the spoon in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so... It's a funny image. Um, Donnie's gonna take his <clears throat> and, like, run up. Oh shit, Void is paralyzed? Mm-hmm. Yep. Alright, Donnie's gonna to take out his glaive. And can I use it within five feet? On Boyd? No. Uh, yeah, you can use bigger. it. You can use it within right. five feet. <laughs> oh my god. To, I'm gonna try to like push attack. Okay. Like I'm gonna try to stab it and like then push push it back away from Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> and it misses. <laughs> All right. And uh <laughs> let me guess, there's something in Discord? Always, baby. I have a drinking problem. (laughs) Uh, Airplane. Um, So, rules correction. I'm not going to do it this turn because I already said the result. Um, But a paralyzed creature, actually, he should auto crit on his attack. Since I missed that, I'll let it go. Um, So, Boyd, it is happens to be your turn too. So, maybe a chance to roll out of your paralysis, maybe. So, con save again, right? Yep. Oh, there you go. 16. He's got a 13, so. Okay. I'm out. You are no longer paralyzed. And, let's see. Bonus action. Master bait. Bonus action. No, I'm not going to do nothing. That's it. I'm done. 
Oh, my bad. My mic was fucked up. Alright, sure, when your turn. Alright, sure. Bit. Pull out another one of his rods and strikes it. Strike that rod. Yes, striking the rod. <clears throat> fire. And, well, yeah, that definitely hits. For yeah. one fire. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> All the accuracy. None of the punch. <laughs> Alright, you get him for one. That's my turn. Grimsby is your turn. <laughs> Are Donnie and Boyd properly five feet away from the thing? Yes. Alright. <clears throat> I'm going to do the exact same thing I did last time. So, minus five, and... Never mind. Misses. Alright. Braylon, your turn. Gonna... <clears throat> Take a couple big steps in and have a poke. Nice poke. Yep, that hits 12. Alright, and at this point it is very bloodied. Um, you got it probably about halfway down, you would imagine. And it's its turn. And it's going to try to recover its food. We'll do a tentacle attack on Boyd. Um, you gonna do that thing, Donnie? Asking ahead of time. Uh, nah, I can't, because I'm using a two-handed weapon, so my ah. shield's on my back. Alright, gotcha. But I'll do mine. <laughs> okay, uh, so make that con save, it's attack hits, con save, and it fails, so it takes, takes one necrotic. And I need sure a con save from you. Get thumbs up and says, that's a lot of damage! <laughs> Boyd will take five poison and need another con save. And you fail. You're re-paralyzed. Doom. And it gets a multi-attack, so it'll do its second attack. Auto-crit hit a bite. Which is auto-crit, yep. So let me do that. I don't know how to just roll damage, so do it like this. Well, Oops. if it makes you feel better, he would have hit anyway. Bite. That's tentacle. Throw one. Yeah, no, I throw one. <coughs> it's 2d4 plus 2. That's his damage, so I need to do 44 plus 2. Roll 4d4 plus 2. 9 total piercing. Crit. Okay. And it's Donnie's turn. Uh, I'm gonna give it another poke. I mentally inspired Donnie to kill it! <laughs> that hits. 8. Right. And I do want to do the push attack thing. So All right. Is that 15 feet? Uh, up to 15 feet. So yeah, I'll push it back. All right. So. But it's got a. Anyway. Was there any check for that? It's just he just moves straight back, right? <clears throat> He's got a fairly strength check. Oh, okay. Forgot. Strength. Bing. Go to six. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that fails. Alright, so there, and then you're like kind of rushing them down. <laughs> Alright, is that it? Um, yeah. Oh, wait, he gets more damage because of the, the die. So A superiority die? Okay. Okay. Three more. Alright. Boyd, your turn. You can make the save again. Alright. Oh, yeah, baby. very good. Mm. And bonus action to heal and word myself. Alright. I got it! Next is uh, Sherwin. Alright. Sherwin's gonna let another one rip. 
<laughs> just does one of those stray bottle rocket things where it just whizzes to the right all of a sudden and smacks into the wall. Can I move when I come out of paralysis? Or is that. that... Yeah, you can move. You still get your movement. Imagine I move back. <laughs> okay. Smart. <laughs> Alright. Is that your turn, Sherwin? Yes. Okay. Grimsby, your turn. Okay. Grimsby's going to move up a couple spaces and he's going to use his inspiration. Woohoo! <laughs> How do you to, use your inspiration? I'm going to use my inspiration to give myself an extra to give myself an extra roll on destroying this big baddie. Big baddie. I was I was thinking more like thematic wise, how to use it. Do you like yell out, "Look at me, boys!" <laughs> Eyes on the prize. That's that something Grimsby would do. I, I think Grimsby would be Grimsby takes a, takes a few steps few steps ahead and says, "Cover your schlongs, boys!" <laughs> Your neighbors are wondering what the fuck is going on next door right now. <laughs> okay, definitely hits. But minus minus five. Ah, with the right. minus five, with the minus five, it still hits. Yeah, with the fifteen, it hits. Nice. So, I'll take six. So plus ten. Plus ten on that. Oh, that kills it. So please describe the kill shot. Cover your shlongs, boys. Pulls back the bow and arrow. Tony like dives out of the way. No, 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 I'm a sharpshooter. I can hit even through three quarters cover. So I, so I, shoom, and the arrow goes straight between Donnie's legs and right into the dong of this big centipede thing. <laughs> As we've already determined that Grimsby knows the location of all monstrosity dongs. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think he took an action there? Look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as the arrow pierces, you realize that it, this was a female, and a bunch of little eggs pour out as it dies and flops on the ground in a big, long slump. Ew. Well, I missed the dong, but alright. You got the equivalent. <laughs> and uh, that's it. You guys are out of combat. Looks like quest is clear. How is an egg sack the equivalent of a dong? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're both reproductive related. <laughs> funny shit. Funny parts. I was going to say, like, he auto-misses because it doesn't have a dong. <laughs> Could have right. pierced the lips of the labia. <laughs> I don't know labias. insects have fleshy lips down there. But Grimsby knows. <laughs> Grimsby goes down to one knee, he puts his head down, and then he looks up, just like a football player after a touchdown. <laughs> uh... He jumps in a, into the glass like Peter Bondra. And just a quick uh, rules uh, correction or reminder, I guess, about the spell slot things. Warlocks are the only ones that get their spells back on a short rest. Everyone else is long oh, rest. Oh, okay. All right. Good to know. Um, is there anything you want to do with the corpses? Like, I don't know, I'm used to you guys like harvesting meat from everything, but if uh, you don't want to do that, you can. These ugly on. guys got anything on them? Uh, just their bony clubs. I want to take some poison tentacles. Carefully. Okay. Give me a survival roll to harvest that. I'll give you advantage if you're uh, consulting with Grimsby as you do this. Sure. What's he taking? He wants to take Tent one of the poison tentacles. Uh, yeah, 13. Nine. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty easily identifiable, identify, identifiable where they are. And it's only hit me twice. One. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're able to pull out this 10-foot um, long tentacle from the corpse. Fleshy and limp in your hands. You think that merchant's gonna buy it, Boyd? 
I'm thinking maybe we can, maybe I can do something. Maybe uh, Sherwin over there can hook it up to my staff or something. <laughs> could we use it to make like? Why do you guys always give me the weirdest thing? <laughs> Just give me something proper. <laughs> could we use it to make like poison arrows or something? Like That's if I harvested another one. Yeah, if you got like um. I'd say, like, if anybody has, like, proficiency in, like, a poisoner's kit or anything like that, um, you can figure out a way to do that. Yeah, baby. Does anybody? Sure, I do. do you? Or Boyd? Okay. Yes, I do. Do, do we need okay. another one, or can or can the one that he just got be enough? Uh, you would, it takes some time to, like, investigate. Um, you need to, like, extract the poison from the tentacle and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can do, if you want to do that in the middle of this cave, you can do that um, uh, I mean, like uh, material wise do we need another one or are we good are there um, more? there's only two he's got two I would say it has two tentacles just if nobody symmetrically else takes it Donnie's gonna take it yeah I think I you can easily get it, it right? after seeing uh, how um, he removed it for creating things creating okay. stuff out of stuff yeah yeah okay uh, not for poison more just like Spears and stuff. What um, mechanically are those clubs? Mechanically? Uh, let's check. They are. Bone club. It'd just be a simple weapon, weapon, but yeah, they're they're called a spiked bone club. They do bludgeoning and piercing damage. Would it be a simple weapon? It would be a simple weapon that is not light, so it'd use your strength modifier. Um, five foot reach, one target deals one d four plus your strength mod of bludgeoning and. Uh, Plus one d four piercing. So two d four. Fuck it, I'm gonna take one. All right. Okay. Yeah. So you pick it up, and um, I'll try to. How can I share this? Uh, I can't. All right. Yeah. So it's um, yeah, just your strength. If you like, load it into your street. Just put in like a regular club, and just modify the damage. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so you're back on the trail. That red line represents where uh, Droki is going, but uh, as you approach the end of this uh, tunnel, there is a divergent trail that also goes north. So go ahead and keep driving. I'm going to follow the trail. <clears throat> so as you approach this cavern, the uh, glow of the fairy's rest shifts from <clears throat> across this chamber as if it's being pushed by some unseen wind, and it flows toward and around a large mesa in the center, and continues to spiral upward. But the ceiling of the cavern is too dark and too high to see. Uh, you can hear murmurs and whispers coming from atop the mesa, which grow louder as you approach. Uh, its stacked levels of the mesa resemble steps in a staircase. Uh, it resembles steps in a staircase, but a ramp running from top to bottom provides an easy way up. Guys, there's some scary shit at the top of this mesa here, or we can f keep following the trail. The trail goes away from the scary-ass mesa. What do you think? What's at the top of it? You can hear murmurs and whispers kind of echoing through the uh, the cavern that seem to be emanating from the top of the mesa. The top Let's of the mesa isn't, up, boys. is not visible from where you're at right now, so you would need to extend, uh, ascend the, the slope. How long of a hike do we think it would be? Oh, it's just uh, probably 50 feet or so. Do you want to go check it out, Grimsby? Well, the trail goes off to the right here, off to the left. 
Yeah, there's a noticeable crack leading to a narrow tunnel in the west wall. And noticeable mushrooms sitting on both sides that we have to shrink down again, probably? Yes. <laughs> I got high perception. Although, if you guys wanted it. You guys wanted to come up onto this mesa, and if it's safe, we could take a rest here, maybe. I like mm. that idea. I need some spells. How far deep, like, is it time to rest? Um, in, in terms of, like, your, like, normal exhaustion throughout the day, not yet, but, um, you could take a rest there, but, yeah. You still, in terms of your physical endurance, you could still go. It's, like, about half the day has gone by, I think. You've been in this particular cave, kind of exploring in whatnot for almost an hour i'd say so your trace without a uh, pass without a trace is about to expire and Raylan just shrugs if somebody needs to rest might be a good spot isolated but there's voices up there and uh boy no! with your uh, keen observance <laughs> and your high passive perception you're able to notice like it's not just uh, one consistent whisper of one person's voice. It's like a multitude of voices and all different kinds of voices. Uh, voices that sound like they would come from a small creature, from a large creature. Angry voices, happy voices. It's kind of like a cacophony of different whispers throughout the cave. Rump-a-dump. You know what this is? Uh, he will poof and uh, speak to you in your mind and he'll just say... I I've n have never been down this cave. We, we only just came back through those mushrooms that you found us at, so I, I have no idea. Sorry. Let's check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Find some more friends. All right. Uh, so those of you that ascend the mesa, uh, you find the, uh, the sounds. They grow uh, in volume as you approach, and you're kind of like in this whirlwind of of wind that's funneling up towards the ceiling and sounds that are just kind of enveloping you. And uh, you notice that you can start to hear more recognizable things now that you're in the center. You can hear like the rhythmic clank and roars of Grackle Stug's forges. You can hear the low rumble of Thembershard growling about something. And then you can hear like mad screams of Darrow and snatches of small conversations between uh, Jurgar. And you kind of realize that if you were to take time, a few moments to focus, you could probably uh, pull some information from these voices that you're hearing. You could focus on it. Let's do it. All right. So who is doing that? I guess I want to. Sherwin, if it's Jorvish. Okay. So no. those of you that are going to focus on it, so I guess Boyd and uh, Sherwin. Well, it's kind of useless for me to do it. I don't know fucking Dwarvish. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. So, Sherwin, I need you to make a wisdom save as you're attempting to do this. Is anyone speaking common or giant? Uh, yeah, you can pick up giants sometimes. You can hear uh, voices of the stone giants. The Does the spores help us understand anything? Or no, we'd have to be in this... The other people need to be hit as well, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, I'll try it. So what do we roll? Wisdom? Wisdom. I can do it and listen for Elvish. Maybe okay. Drower talking. You want wisdom checks? Is that what you said? Yep, need a wisdom check. First one, 19. Okay. So... <laughs> Alright. So, first I need to roll some damage. Um, as the... Uh, when you take time to focus on it, your your mind is overwhelmed with the this kind of magical energy that's flowing around. So... 
Sherwin, you are going to take half of this because you succeeded your roll. So you take four psychic damage. Damn. Uh, Raylan will take eight is psychic this magic? damage. This is, uh... No, it was his psychic damage. Oh. You mean if it's a maze of magic in origin? Yeah, because I get, I get advantage on wisdom against magic. I mean, I don't know. I already made the roll anyway, so I guess it wouldn't matter if I made the roll even more. I would still get this damage, right? You would still get half damage, yeah, regardless. Yeah. So, so how much damage you said? Four? Four. And Raylan will take eight. And Boyd will take... Where's, where's Boyd's roll? At 19. Oh, that's your, your you perception. Perception. It's <laughs> a wisdom save. Is it the same modifier? Plus three? Wisdom. Plus three. No, my actually, my wisdom modifier for saving throws is plus five. Okay, there you go. So you succeeded, so you will take four. And uh, Grimsby, you will take the full eight. Additionally, uh, Grimsby failed pretty hard. And he is going to automatically take a level of madness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the, the club, brother. The, uh, the rushes of voices uh, just kind of overwhelmed you, and your mind is not able to handle it. Can you roll me a d100, please? <clears throat> so, for the next five minutes, you <laughs> you are stunned. <laughs> you have the stun status. So, you are incapacitated, can't move, can't speak. You can speak, but only uh, falteringly, like you just stutter words out. And creatures automatically fail strength and deck saves, and attack rolls against you with advantage. So you are stunned. And uh, so, after you guys focus, take a second to focus, um, everyone except for Grimsby and I guess Donnie, since he would, did not do it. Um, let's see. You guys are able... You're like you, your minds align with the voices, and you are able to understand that you can ask a question. You can ask a single question, and these voices, you'll be able to pull some conversation or some sort of sound that would help answer your question. About the town? About anything, yeah, in Gracklestug. Okay. Anything that's going on. I Who are we speaking with? <laughs> so you want, let me just clarify, you want to use this to ask what are the names of all the voices? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, so they're not talking with you. You're like, it's like you're like a. I'm, you're, I'm like. You're listening in on people's conversations as they're having them. Oh. Okay. Guys, oh. madness! Hurry! <laughs> yes, Grimsby is just lockjawed, looking up at the ceiling. I guess not moving. Given the circumstances, maybe no one is surprised, and you don't really notice that he's in some sort of bad situation. What is the disturbance under the city stone speaker Hagar mentioned? Okay. So, um, when you ask that question, you're able to hear conversations of many Darrow uh, as they talk uh, with each other. And uh, unfortunately, they speak Dwarvish with each other. Um, so, you hear lots of conversations in Dwarvish between Darrow and give me... Um, Oh, I'm gonna say you gotta observe it. So, Sherwin, speak it. Yeah, I'll ask it. Aren't we? Are we each asking a question, or are we asking yeah, a question as a group? Actually, let me let me restate this because I, for, I forgot this is not a tele, uh, telepathic thing. So you ask it oh. out loud, and everyone can hear the voices in the chamber. Is the way this works. So oh. it's fine. Sherwin can should be able to translate what he's hearing. 
Um, cool. So you hear a conversation between Daryl and um, this Daryl is, there are two Daryl that are talking about another Daryl named Narak. And uh, I'm not going to try to RP like this kind of conversation, but the, basically the information that you get is that Narak is working on his ritual in order to infect the stone giants is essentially the conversation that you get and that his ritual uh, should be ready soon. Can we ask another question? Yeah. Each of you get one question. Okay. You can ask an additional question. Um, Just take damage. Let's check in real quick. Okay. Yeah. You are able to yeah refocus and do the uh, check again equal to a number of times of your wisdom modifier. Okay. Like check versus damage? Yeah. And then you can ask again after that. All right. So, so sure, when would would you ask him? So okay. So first off, that that question was from Boyd, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this will be my my first question. Uh, so after hearing that, Sherwin's gonna ask, "What is the ritual?" And uh, you can uh, hear um, mutterings between two Darrow as they talk about um, they're gonna need more tools to carve these statues. And they start talking about why do we even need these statues in the first place? And he says it's because Narak needs it to focus on his ritual. Uh, he needs some sort of like effigy of his target. Very good answer. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, there's probably not a lot of conversations of Narak speaking out loud to himself saying, to do the ritual, I need to do this and I need to get this and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Where is Narak conducting the ritual? Uh you're able to pull the information that it is in the tunnels below the city. That's it? We knew that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in the tunnels below the city. You gotta okay. realize that you, these aren't, you're not reading people's minds. These are, have to have been things someone has said out loud within a certain amount of time in the past gotcha. maybe week or so. Gotcha. Not like third door on the left main right, chamber exactly. of the southwest <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Not twice Watch before up. you enter. Yeah, watch out for the owlbear he's got in there. Yeah, no, none of that. So you said this; these are like conversations that have happened. Yeah. In the past, how long? Um, it's difficult for you to tell. You could ask a question, maybe, to try to determine that if you wanted to. But in order to ask additional questions, you're going to need to make another wisdom save. Who won the game last night? Um. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to do a wisdom save. Because right. I only have a modifier of one, right? So Yeah, so you can do I one additional roll. question. Yeah. So I can ask Rails one more now? No, you can make one more opportunity to ask. So you have to do oh. another wisdom check. Yeah. Alright. Uh, Alright. Let's do it. Sure. Raylan's going to go check on Grimsby and force feed him water. <laughs> okay. So you failed, and uh, so let's roll some more psychic damage. <coughs> you take. Uh, oh, I, you use your advantage thing. I'll let you use that. So yeah. go ahead and do that. Okay, so you take half of this damage, which would be rounded down to four. So you take four psychic damage, and yeah, you can ask another question. All right, Sharon's gonna ask. Where is my daughter? 
Where's my family? That's where I always forget. That's <laughs> <has> wife. <laughs> Give me back my son. <laughs> um, you can hear conversations again between Darrow and one of the Darrow is asking, um, "Who, who's the girl?" And uh, the other Darrow will say, "Narak picked her up as a slave, but she makes too much trouble. Let's keep her in the pen." And she's like, he says, he doesn't. She doesn't look like a Darrow. What is she? She's like, looks like a surface gnome. And that's the conversation that you get. Oh, great gracious! Um, but you don't get any conversations about your wife. Sherwin, very distraught, but also with some hope, knowing that he's on the right path. All right, so a few minutes have passed, and uh, Grimsby is kind of shaking himself out of his uh, stupor, and you're able to talk again, Grimsby. Well, I ain't doing that shit again. So, Boyd, you're trying again? So, <laughs> you'll take the full nine for Psychic, and uh, since you failed, I need a D100. Take nine damage? Yep. Okay. Two HP? <laughs> Feels himself asking questions. <laughs> what is that again now? What happened? Roll a D100. Okay. If you fail by too much, you have a risk of taking on madness. 11. So for the next nine minutes, an 11 gets you. Let's see. The only person. Boy, you've never taken madness before, right? No. Okay, so this is still a short term madness then. Um, uh, the character retreats into his or her mind and becomes paralyzed. The effect ends if the character takes any damage. So you just f- flop over on the ground. <laughs> and then get back up. Yeah, nine <laughs> minutes like later. Uh, well, damage. You didn't, we didn't drop ten feet. It's got to be ten feet or more to take damage. Oh, 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 ten feet. Yeah. Alright. That's how much it needs to be ten feet to take damage. Yeah, someone needs really? to hit you or you need to wait nine minutes. Raylan agrees with Grimsby that it was intense. And then he sees... As soon as Grimsby wakes up, Boyd drops, and then he starts wondering if when Boyd wakes up, somebody else is going to drop like a whack-a-mole. But, yeah, so <laughs> if you're just watching him, Boyd is just passed out on the ground for about nine minutes. Unless Braylon anyone comes to his aid. check on him and see if he can revive him by force-feeding him water and shaking him a little bit. I'll say by shaking him and making him choke on water, you could cause him to take one damage and wake him up if you wanted to. Uh, Depends on how violently you're shaking. Is, if nobody else is intervening, I guess. All right, Boyd. I you mean, take one. don't we have like healing spells in the group? <laughs> uh, we do. I'm down to one HP now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a. I think I have a potion. Didn't I find a potion in the well? Or something uh, yeah, in the jelly? You, you did. Yeah, you found a potion. Yeah, you have one and Josh has one, one, I think. Alright, I'm just going to take it. What do they do? Uh, I think it was a potion of greater healing, if I remember right. Hold on. Sorry. Greater healing is 44 plus 4. 16. Okay. Alright. And you can ask your question, boy. I'm still right. Can anybody in this town do true resurrection? True resurrection? Mm 
Uh, can you give me time to check yeah. as you guys play? Yeah. I will answer your question, but let me look. I need to like check like the NPCs to see who's in the town. There is a. You hear conversations of Jurgar in uh, a temple of Ladiger in the city, but um, I'll need to check to see if there's someone capable of casting that first before I can answer you. So there is a question. There is an answer to your question. I just gotta find it. And then if if they're speaking Druidic, I can understand that too. I said uh, Dwarven. They're speaking Dwarven. Okay. I'm just saying, if it's Druids. <laughs> Not a lot of Druids in Gracklesug, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Um, so there I think... might be a lot cleaner if there was, am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get some trees to filter that smog. The only one who can still ask any more questions would probably be Boyd. If you wanted to. Boys, should we ask anything else? I don't know if the toll is worth it. He looks between the two that got KO'd. That was me. <laughs> well, out of commission for a while, anyway. Uh, Alright, I'm gonna ask one more. Fuck it. Alright, give me another check. Wrong thing, wrong thing. They roll? It rolled. Alright, 16, but it's plus two more, so 18. Okay, 18? Okay. So... You take... Another four, as you succeed your check and only take half damage, so it's four more psychic damage, and you can ask your question. Alright. Um, what is the source of this foreign currency that was found? Um, you can hear conversations of another Darrow and Drugar talking with each other, and uh, you hear a female Darrow voice, and uh, she's extremely excited because the obelisk that she's been testing um, she's able to get coins to just magically appear. And she's explaining this to another Jurgar. And they're dressed in this kind of like... Oh, they're not dressed in anything. I wouldn't explain that because this is a conversation. Ignore that part. Um, so she's excited <laughs> about being able to pull these coins, coins through this uh, magical obelisk in the cave. And uh, the Jurgar kind of encourages her and says, Okay, we'll keep it up. We're going to need that money. And uh, that's when the conversation ends. So Durgar are encouraging the Darrow female. Got it. Yeah to use some sort of magic obelisk that she found in the cave <laughs> to teleport money. Uh, teleport money? Sounds like something that we yeah, should be she'd explain that. Okay. That's it. That's my three. You could ask one more. It's uh, it's the additional questions equal to your modifier. So you have a plus three modifier. So you have your first question plus your modifier. So you have one more left. Uh, if you wanted to. Um, should I ask about the dragon egg boys? <laughs> what about it? <laughs> Where the hell it is? Do we have a lead on that? I guess that's what we're following now, right? Have it. Yeah, but we're going to where it might be, right? That's the idea. No, we're following him to see where he's taking. We're, we're following him to to find the stone. To follow the stone that he's taken to oh, Narak. No, we're, I think we're on the other trail, the Gray Ghost Trail, right? working for Narak, he said. Yeah, but he's also working with the Grey Ghosts. He had two things he was delivering. Well, the Grey Ghosts probably work with Narak. Let's ask about the Dragon Egg. Fuck it. Alright, give me another wisdom save. Yep, there it is. Putting his body on the line. Hmm? Where's the didn't pop up. Oh, there he goes. 12? Okay. And so you succeed, just barely. And so you take half, so you take another four psychic, and you can ask a question. 
Where is the missing red dragon egg that the uh, gray so you, ghost? You hear the same female Darrow voice and another speaking with another uh, Dragar voice, and uh, <clears throat> he she says uh, <clears throat> she's like screaming with glee, and she's saying it worked, it worked, I knew it worked. This obelisk is amazing, and uh, the Dragar replies to her and he's like i can't believe it worked all right don't mention to anyone about this egg we need to keep it hidden wait till the keeper of the flames figure out that they're missing their prize and that's the end of their conversation hmm. so it's all wrapped up in one thing so i'm i'm afk as i'm feeding the baby for a while but i'm listening okay so boyd is officially out of chances to ask questions um anyone else can still do it if they have a modifier Wisdom modifier more than one, more than zero. Otherwise, uh, you guys can continue on, whatever you want to do. Uh, so Donnie is like there with everybody else. But, so can he ask? A he can. Uh, you're like really crackly in your your audio though. I can barely hear you. Uh, sorry. Is that better? Can you say some more words? Yes. <laughs> um, so Donnie wants to ask who is the most. Uh, they cut out the most what? Fearsome, like the most powerful. Okay, uh, most powerful one. Uh, okay, roll me uh, wisdom save. Okay, you got it. Um, so I'll just keep the same psychic roll since it was the same batch of questions. So you'll just take half, take four psychic damage, and <clears throat> you ask your question, and. You hear conversations of between two Durgar. Um, you recognize uh, one of the voices as uh, Keeper of the Flames, uh, Gartigar, the guy you talked to earlier. And he's talking about Thembershad. <clears throat> and uh, they're basically describing um, that they're on kind of a, a uh, short timetable to get this egg back. Um, he's reaching... Uh, Thembershot's going to be reaching one of his birthdays soon, and it's normally, based on their logs, this is around the time he gets additional powers, and if they don't stop it now, he could probably overrun and, and take over the whole city if he wanted to. Alright. Our drunk robot friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what's wrong with your, your mic. It sounds like you're a sloshed ro android. <laughs> um, Alright, anything else? Otherwise, what are you guys doing? Um, do I have to be resting to to use the hit dice thing, that mechanic? After you rest, right? Uh, you can spend hit dice on a short rest or a long rest to heal. Okay. And a long and a short rest got to be at least an hour, right? Correct. I think I'm the only one really hurt. <laughs> I'm not doing great myself. I'm not to fight, hurt. I can use my combo form. I'm not hurt, but I'm pretty drained for stuff that I can do. Mm, same. We need long rest to repair spell slots to regain spell slots, so we don't have time for that. No, I don't know if we should long rest down on this. No, hell no. <laughs> Instant madness rules. <laughs> Sleeping on this mesa. <laughs> what does madness do, by the way? Um. So for your first time, it's just temporary, but there's like three levels of it. Um, there's temporary, uh, short term, and then long term, and it just escalates. So the next time that you have to make a madness check, the possible results are worse, and they're long term. So it could be like weeks. And then the third stage is indefinite, which is you can't get rid of it unless you use like remove curse or something like that on you. 
become a and then, af- and then after you take one level of indefinite madness, it starts over again. And then you start from temporary, uh, long-term, indefinite, temporary, long-term, indefinite. And you could feasibly have multiple indefinite madness conditions on you. And what do those do? Are those like disadvantages or what? Um, I think here, I'll show you the, ta- the table. Just say so if you want to peruse it. I just popped it up, madness rules. And there's a table for different effects. These are like the standard madness rules, but in this particular module, depending on what demon you're close to, there's like a different table. Hmm. Like if you're close to like a fungus demon, mushrooms shoot out of your ass or something like that. Mushrooms oh, shoot out of your ass? Mm-hmm. It's right up my alley. Well, I've already had a shit incident. I don't really need another How you get them to shoot back in there? Forcefully. Clench. Clench. Right. So what are you guys doing? I guess we're gonna head down the cave, right, guys? We're gonna head down the cavern. Yep. Let's do it. Just shrink it up. Let's get the fuck out of here. Do we all have to shrink for this cavern as well, or? Uh, just the the medium sized good people do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Giant babies again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just my. So is there more of those mushrooms? Oh, we, we got, got a so fuck many. ton of them. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe we want to like get large for combat like twenty eight times later. Or sell them. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, harvest. You want to harvest more? Go for it. All right. Did they expire? I, I should. I forgot. I needed to have someone make a survival roll. So please roll survival to harvest. I just gave them to you last time on accident. No, no, I rolled survival. I got them. Did you? Oh, okay. Duh. I'll okay. help. I'll help. Are you proficient in survival? Mm, yes, sir. Well, all right. Then you can get help. So, 13 small, 13 small, 17 big. I'll add them later. Still okay. feeding. I'm going to eat a shrinky one. Do, do, do. You stay in small Hesitantly. first? Right, hmm? you. you said 13 small, 7 large this time? A 13 small, 17 large, large yeah. Okay. Before you were doing large first and then small. Oh, whoops. Fine. Is it fine? Thank you. Ah oh, shit! Uh, I just slid the map around. That's bad. <laughs> His path takes a hard right turn into this brick wall. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and eat my big shroom again. Feels okay. like trouble. All right. So fuck? your path comes up onto two large zerkwood doors that are reinforced with some crude iron latches and fixings, fittings. And you can see Rodroki's trail has come into this room and then it left. <clears throat> going to the cave north. So it looks like he entered behind these doors and then he came back out probably later. You guys think we should go in first? I mean, his trail comes back out and goes over to the left up here. Maybe it's his first drop off. I agree. We should check it out. Okay. Can we open the door? Um, It appears to be locked. Does it look sturdy? It looks sturdy it's a large door um but uh, the lock itself looks like a simple you know uh keys padlock kind of situation so you could uh, attempt to pick it yeah i will attempt to lock pick what do i roll for that uh it's just a deck save plus your proficiency bonus it's your not deck save sorry dexterity check plus your proficiency bonus okay proficiency bonus is two uh 12. uh so it's a little bit tougher than you thought, and you clang around and yank on it a bit, and um, it's not able to come open. You're gonna have to make can another I try attempt. Again? Yes, you can try again. 
Kerwin rolls his eyes is like, this was a tough cookie. Ooh, baby. He learned the first time. He says, fucking A! <laughs> <laughs> so you shout out fucking A as you figure out the lock and get it to pop right open. Alright, open it up. Let's see what's inside. Right. I want to eat a grow big mushroom also, so I'm normal too. Okay. What about uh, Donnie? Are you going normal size or being small? Yeah, I'll go back to normal. All right. Before we me. go further, what happens if if we grow to large size? Do we get any kind of bonus? You, it just increases your damage output, essentially, is what it does. It increases your size, like your physical size, and you get a, a bonus to your damage output. It doesn't like affect your attack rolls, though, if you're strength-based attack. Which but I think you get reach, too, is that right? Uh, yeah, I think that's right too. I have to double check, but that sounds right. Whatever okay, it says on the enlarge, the enlarge spell is you're the benefit. Oh, okay, gotcha. <clears throat> I look that up. And let me drop your tokens in this map real quick, which I didn't do ahead of time. Okay, and let me jump you over to the map. <clears throat> so this area, as you pass through the door, wait the fuck a second, Sherwin, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just like splinting around the room. Yeah. He won't um, be detained. Uh, so this area is surprisingly clean and orderly, and uh, it looks like it's being maintained by someone, as uh, the debris from the ground is gone and the uh, the floors are very well kept. Um, from the distance, you can smell <clears throat> a strong a strong whiff of uh, rot and decay coming from something, and. <coughs> From the point that you guys are standing right now, you can see that there's also uh, the cave branches off to the north and to the east if you were to venture in further. Is there a trail? Uh, the trail extends right up to uh, the cave going to the north. So it looks like Droki ventured in here and went north up that little branch that you can't see from where you're standing. And he did not adventure east, it looks like. Okay. Grimsby leading still? Up to Grimsby. <laughs> what you doing, Grims? Are you muted? Grimsby. Sorry, I stepped away for a second. What'd you say? Oh. Um, so you guys, what what did you, what was the last thing you heard? I literally stepped away right as the map opened. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so you walked into this well-maintained part of the cavern. It looks like it's definitely being kept by someone as it's clean. And uh, Droki's trail seems to venture up. Um, straight ahead of you, and the cave branches off in two directions, north and east, and it seems Droki went north. Okay. Well, I'm going to stealth and follow the trail up to the to the intersection first. Okay. Do we want to do party stealth? Up to you guys. Yeah. yeah. Or I can go up to you. come back. So right now you no longer have the benefits of pass without a trace, so these will just be straight stealth checks. And... Okay, so just you three are stealthing, and Sherwin. What about Donnie? Yeah, I'll follow Sherwin. Are you going to roll stealth? Yeah, should be coming. And what do you want the NPCs to do as they also try to become stealthy? Want them to come along, right? Be stealthy. I'm assuming Nash is following Donnie around. Uh, you had Nash and Stool stay at the inn. Oh, the only okay. NPCs with you guys are Sarath and Jim Jam and the newly acquired Rumpa Dump. Can we tell that Rumpadump has a shitty roll? Um, yeah, he's kind of like waddling around in the shadows. 
doesn't seem very, very uh, hidden at all. Raylan uh, kind of leans over to him and says, "Why don't you keep a lookout on the door here?" Um. So. Oh wait, he can't understand us, right? Right. So Raylan says this, and he just points his two fingers at his own eyes, and then points at the door, and then points at Rumpadump. Okay. Um, he has eyes, right? Yeah. He does have eyes. And, um, yeah, it seems like he kind of gets the gist of what you want, maybe. So he'll stay in place. And Raylan <coughs> pats him and then goes to stealthily join the group. Are we ready to go? Mm-hmm. Glad okay. to hear it, buddy. <laughs> Let's go! He shouts into the quiet cavern, being stealthy. Okay. Um, from your vantage point, he you can it see... like a drop of water on a cave wall, though. You can see quite a bit. So let me explain uh, kind of both rooms as you pass into that space. So the room to your north, the area is, again, very clean, and it's uh, split into two levels connected by a ramp made of zircwood planks. The upper level contains a fully furnished laboratory, while the lower level has two bunk beds. The wall of the lower level is set with a closed door. And then to the location to your east... And the smell of rot is extremely strong in this room, coming from a large depression at the center where dozens of fungi of many species grow. A barrel-shaped copper tank sits at the edge of the pit. Attached to the tank is a tall copper pipe that arcs over the pit, right to line one wall. And you look around, and it is empty. You do not see anyone. I say let's go up into this nicely furnished room first. That's where the trail goes, right? Correct. Right. Is there anything to find? So you can search the room. So you can do an uh, investigation check if you're looking for something. Yeah. Can we help one another? Sure. Damn. Boom. Okay. So what you got? What you got? I think it's frozen. 17, 26, 17. All right. Um, so you find... Uh... <laughs> That's a weird girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a child, for Christ's sake. <laughs> With a uh, relatively large ass or waist. So, so the uh, you find a work table, a desk, a case of shelves lined with vials, and a, uh, a dome-shaped oven. And every all the furnishings are zirkwood, uh, except for the oven, which is made of stone. And uh, the two bunk beds. There are also two chests, two small chests there made of zirkwood that you find. Um, the door that you find on the east side of the room is barred. Uh, on this side, on your side of the room, and it has a little peephole. It looks like about the side, about the height of a dwarf's uh, eye, eye level. And what else do you find? Yeah, that's all you see. Are the chests uh, locked? So you can take some time to ransack the room and check the chests. And uh, with your investigations checks, you find that there are two fully uh, complete herbalism kits. One poisoner's kit, and you also find ten healers' kits. The Zerkwood chests are unlocked, and if you pop those open, you find one d six. I'm proficient in that stuff. Me too. You find uh, two vial, uh, one vial of acid, and uh, two four vials of um, what Sherwin can easily identify as alchemist fire. Additionally, you find two potions of healing, one potion of greater healing, 
and then two other potions that you have yet to encounter at this point. Um, one potion is almost warm to the touch as you hold it. The container is uh, it's clear, and it looks like it's, it's holding active fire inside the potion. And uh, the other potion uh, is a purple vial uh, that is uh, it's a purple vial and a liquid, and it appears to be translucent. <clears throat> Can I try the fire one to see what it is? Um, so you put a little bit on your tongue and your lips and it burns immediately. Um, and when you kind of like cough and you, as you react to it, a little puff of flame shoots out of your mouth. And this is a potion of fire breath. (laughs) Raylan kind of looks over to see who saw that and then just kind of nods like, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take one of the potions of healing. Who needs the, does anybody need the greater healing at the moment? Isn't isn't void um, at like two health or something? I'm at eleven right now, I think. Oh, you're better than I thought. Nine. I'm at nine. Can I try the other potion too? Uh, sure. So as you take a sip of that, um, you feel that your mental fortitude has uh, increased as you have taken a sip of Potion of Psychic Resistance. So, uh. Rylan's going to hand that one to Boyd and tell him, describe to him what he felt like it is. And here's a link for that. It's a Potion of Resistance for Psychic. So you just become resistant to that damage for an hour. Oh man, let's see. As you, you're taking basically the time to, to look through everything, um, you're able to find a uh, lump of black metal inside the desk that you identify as the same metal that you found in Droki's bag earlier. The same type or the same lump? The actual the same one? Same lump. Okay. As if that Droki has made, his, made his delivery. That was in the desk, yes. Huh. Uh, additionally, you find a uh, some parchment inside the desk. Um that's scrawled in Dwarvish on strips of paper. And uh, being able to read Dwarvish and being an alchemist, Sherwin looks at this and immediately knows that these are um, alchemical recipes. Yes, for making uh, vials of acid or flasks of alchemist fire. And uh, looking around, you realize that if uh, you could make based on the supplies that are in the room. You could make four of each of those if you wanted to with the supplies that are in the room. Right. And also with that uh, masterful investigation check, you find one more note inside the desk. And... Give me a second. This is obviously written in Dwarvish, but this is the note you find. One with the swirlies carved on the steel. Do we know who Gorglack is and that this is a Grey Ghost Alchemist chamber? You have not run into Gorglack. No. And, uh, yeah. Sorry. The Grey Ghost thing, that's supposed to be my note. But, uh, you do not know this is a Grey Ghost chamber yet, so don't metagame. <laughs> my pet. <laughs> guys, guys, I think this is a Grey Ghost. <laughs> and, uh, Boyd, with your passive perception, um, where the fuck did Boyd go? Oh. Are you checking out the fungus, dude? Sorry, I didn't even see your token go over there. He is feeding his baby. Oh, okay. His token is like one of the. I just moved my token. That's all. Okay. Where are you? Where are you then, right now? 
I'm with the party. We'll say I'm with okay. the party. Okay. Leave me up there. Um, so you're able to see with your observation skills uh, that around the, based on like the trail towards the door that's latched now, um, someone left in a hurry, maybe recently. Are they barefoot? Um, they are not barefoot. Yeah, you can see footprints. Because I'm like, because Rookie was barefoot, so. With your like passive insight and your observation yeah. skills, yeah, you'd be able to get the just maybe someone kind of booked it out of here. Somebody, somebody hooked it on out of here, boys. I put the um, unassigned items that we picked up, so not including the potion that uh, Mace took and the two potions that Raylan and Boyd took into the group thing. Oh, the uh, the group inventory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take that poisoner. That's the only kit I don't have right now. One of there's two of them, right? Uh, yes. I mean, you could take both. Well, Sherwin. Sure yeah. Do you take... want to take the time to let Sherwin sure make all these potions? We were to all of these things that we were talking about before the all the vials of acid and all that. Do we want to take the time to let him do that? Well, let's clear the space first. Make sure. Oh, we don't have to do it here. We can just take the shit with us. Is that true? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Oh, I'm sorry. Could you ask it again? I was reading something. Do we have to make so all those things that you said that Sherwin could sit and make? You know, the the four vials of whatever mm -hmm. it was you said. Do we have yeah. to do it here, or can we just take the materials with us and do it later? You could take the materials with you. Yeah. I mean, with normal elixir. Are you cut out? Normal elixir? What? Still cut out? Still can't hear you. They got him. They There's... fucking got him. <laughs> that raid I called in worked. I'm a vampire, and swatting is no joke. We didn't hear you, uh, Sherwin. Oh, uh, saying is, uh, <laughs> um, so I have a list of elixirs that I can just do anyways, and they mm -hmm. usually only take an action for me to do them. Okay. Acid's already on that list, but I don't know about alchemist fire isn't, but. Well, if acid's uh, on there, I, I'll say you can use your action to make the, uh, the, the acid vials and very quickly then. Okay. So how many do we get? Uh, four. Four additional ones. And what are those? Do we just, like, chuck those at enemies in battle? Yeah, you could do that. Um, what they specifically do is... Uh, let's see. Acid Vial. It does 2d6 acid damage on hit. It's a ranged weapon attack. Hmm. Where did the thing just go that I just had open? Ah, my bad. It would be... Uh, it's 1d8 piercing damage plus 2d6 acid. So I guess the glass and the... Glass end. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Wait, so you can just 2d6? Yeah, so 1d8 plus 2d6, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit, we should all just take one then, so we're ready. Alright, boys, let me add it. Ooh, starts whistling while he works. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Starts making making the acid. Alright, four acid potions. And he just pulls out a tray with four vials with the corks in the top. So do right. we just each want to take one then? Because then we'll, that'll be distributed that way, one for each. Yeah, I think that's not a bad thing to do. All right. Well, it was, it was four additional. How many did he make initially? One. There was one okay. initially. So yeah, it's, that's, one of each, that's one each of us then. All right. Okay. Other than that, you can't find anything else uh, in the room other than that door I mentioned and then the cave to the east that you had not gone in yet. Can we inspect the door? Sure. 
It's uh, it's not locked. You're able to open the latch, and um, you can see like uh, it's kind of rigged in a way where um, if someone needed to, they could open this door and set up the device to where when it closes, the latch will automatically close on the opposite side too. Huh. But you open the. Are you gonna open the door? Yeah. Raylan, I'll right. stay here and keep the door. Keep the door so you, you open Sounds the door. good. And you can see there's a small room with a ladder ascending up. Up? Up. 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 There's a ladder in here that goes up. The ladder reaches up into up? a yeah. hole into the cavern and looks like it's carved out and it keeps going up uh, farther than you can see. Is it a big ladder? Will it support you and me, Raylan? Looks sturdy. Looks sturdy. Who's got the, who's got the fastest climb speed? What is climb speed? Uh, nobody has climb speed normally. Unless it's like a you're a racer creature that does, but um, I probably yeah, got the longest legs. <laughs> oh yeah, can he scrabble? <laughs> Donnie might be able to scurry up. Speed. Yeah, I have a swim speed. I don't know if I have a climb speed. Yeah, it's, I think normally it's like half your normal speed to climb. I think. Um, Question: but, yeah. Can we rip this door off the hinge? You could sure take some time to do it. You could rip it off. You could remove the. The bolts that are uh, attaching it to the, the stone wall. Does it look like it would be tough? Can't we just break it down? Well, do you want to remove the door or break it? Those are two different things. I just want to keep it from locking itself. Uh, yeah, you could either destroy the door or you could take it off the hinges. Either one. I'm up for destruction. Can you just, just stuff something in the locking mechanism? Yeah, or we just keep the door but open. That could fail. Alright, I'm just going to prop the door open and drag whatever this is at the end of this bed to keep the door open. Okay. Why don't we just have Jim Jam keep it? <laughs> yeah, Jim oh, Jam. We'll Jam. post Jim Jam in this uh, bedroom as well. Jim Jam that door open. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> door hey, Jim Jam. What'd I ever do to you? <laughs> as he holds the door. Thanks, Jim Jam. Alright, let's get up this ladder. Okay, um, so you ascend the ladder, and it is impressively tall. I mean, it's reinforced as it's bolted along the side of the wall on the way up, so it's, it's still sturdy, but it's very tall. And um, you ascend for probably about almost 10 minutes. Um, it takes you to get up there, and Christ. you're able to find a, a hood, a latch at the top that you can open. There's like a metal covering at the top that you can force open. We can open it. It's not locked. doesn't appear to be locked. Well, I guess let's open it then. Slowly. Alright, so you, like so. Ninja Turtles, you kind of pop open <laughs> the edge of the lid and peer That's out. That's exactly what I was thinking. And as you stealthily try to do it, you just hear like a <laughs> metal creaking noise as you crit fail your stealth. And, um, but when you look out, you can see that you are near the docks. You can see boats in the distance. Um, you can smell the water, and you can see people's feet shuffling about. Mm. But we're not on the tr we're not on Droki's trail anymore. No, definitely not. Well, this was good to find. Maybe we should. I don't. I don't know. Could someone? Is someone have like an alarm we could set up so that whoever was in this room, if they come back, it would alert us somehow, magical or otherwise. Um, I'm, well, I could. I know. Go ahead. That's really a ranger spell. That's also something I can do, except... Oh, is it a ranger spell? Let's see. That is a level one spell, and I have no slots. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> what spell is it? I mean, he said it was a ranger spell, right? Yeah, it's called alarm. Learn it. Yeah, it's alarm. Oh, uh, and I definitely don't have that. Okay. Hmm. I wonder if we could barricade the entrance to this lab that we found. And I'm gonna step away to way to take a leak real quick and let you guys discuss. All right, let's go back to the Ninja Turtle scene. What are you guys doing? I'm gonna check out the shrooms. Are we still on the? Uh, are we still on the? Uh, the ladder, or did we exit? Uh, you were on the ladder when I took the break. Okay. Well, this—I mean, this is Grackelstug, right? That we just opened up to. Yeah, that's the—you recognize him as the docks that you guys arrived on. You sure it wasn't Waterdeep? Pretty sure. <laughs> I don't guess we have anything to do here, do we? Should we just go back down and refollow Droki's trail? Boy, you said you were checking out the the fungus on the other side of the cave. Yeah, I want to check out. The, yeah, I want to go check out the fungus. See All if right, I we'll go back down the ladder then. The other, the others of us. Is this another shoot? Do I see this? Yeah, you do see a crack in the wall again. That seems to venture out in this huge patch of uh, fungi, and um, it's just like uh, a whole mess of all different kinds of fungus. You recognize most of them. Uh, the majority of what you see is uh, edible stuff. Maybe for rations or food stocks that they're like harvesting. Um, you do see a couple of the uh, unique varieties like uh, tongues of madness, <clears throat> things like that. You see being grown in here. Let me grab a variety and let me just like scoop up a variety. Get a variety pack. Um, yeah. All right. So. How far in do I have to go? I don't want to go too deep. <laughs> well, you got to go. I don't know. Let's say the middle. You're gonna pick up what? a little bit of everything. You're gonna pick up a little bit of stuff. Yeah. Variety. Yeah, deep. Where's this? Sorry. Boyd has ventured off to the other side of the cave by himself. You and I are still going back down the ladder, I guess. Alright, so Boyd, you are there. And let's see, you get... So I gotta go to the middle, you said? Alright. Yeah, I mean, you want to grab a little bit of stuff. Not everything's at the entrance, right? So I don't know. <laughs> you get 1d6 Nilhog noses. 2d6 Ripple Bark. I don't know that one yet. Yep. Roll one. You get one d six tin masks, and one d six tongues, and you can get like basically three d six mushroom rations. Um, and that's what you can do just in a short amount of time. If you spent like another hour here, you could probably double up everything. No, no, I just wanted a little variety pack. All right. So as you're down there. Uh, digging up mushrooms and whatnot. You hear the um, that copper canister that I said was hanging over the edge. Um, you hear it kind of kick on. You hear it go... And uh, you see a Jurgar appear from out of being invisible as he has kicked on the canister. And when he does that, a fog of green smoke pours out of it kind of filling the uh, this whole area down here that you're in. <coughs> and it starts to roll in. And basically you have a one round, so to speak, about six seconds before it fills this whole space. Right now it's just pouring out. Okay. It's going to use a dash to go out. Um, we will roll initiative, actually, at this point. Only got 20 minutes left. And you guys uh, on the other side can hear this engine kind of kick on. 16. Oh, geez. What did Everybody. Boyd do? Should we roll two? Yeah, go ahead and roll. Oh, great. Straight sevens. 
Okay, so what would be good for this? I don't know. I guess we'll just do this one. That's no, too intense. Let's do 8-bit for this. What was too intense? So you see a, well, this other battle music I was going to put on, it was going to be like too dramatic. Uh, um, so the Druger that you see, he is, uh, he's wearing scale mail. He has a shield on his back. But you notice that his garb is, he doesn't look like, like a stone guard, he doesn't look like uh, Keeper of the Flames, he's got kind of like this, he's got a hood, he's got like these long tassels, things that you would assume that he would use to be more stealthy basically, to cover up his um, his features and whatnot. <clears throat> but he does carry a, a large war pick, he's got a javelin on his back, and uh, he is operating this machine for his turn, but first it is Sherwin, you got the first, you got the highest roll. And Sherwin, it's your turn. You got the highest roll. Oh, sorry. Was, um, yeah, I guess Sherwin would have made start rushing to flank. Um, and dash action. Yep. That would be. All right. And uh, yeah, you can hear some mechanical machine kick on. And let me, sorry, let me roll for your NPCs too. Get them in here. Fifteen. All right. Uh, next is gonna be the Jurgar. And on his turn, he's going to operate this machine. So what happens is he fills, makes a 30-foot cube of gas that's going to fill a space. And it's going to be the stinking cloud spell, basically. So I need a con save from Boyd. And 12. Ah, you make it. You just Fuck make it. Yeah. Um, all right. So it's a little bit hard to see. I'm gonna make this a little bigger. Hard to tell where the borders are. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that worked. All right, and uh, just a move action for him now because he already turned it on. And uh, he is gonna move to the edge. The rest of his movement. He's gonna throw a javelin. Normal sized. And he misses. And Donnie's turn. All right, so um, I guess I wanna try to get to Boyd. So how would I do that? Where did he go? Uh, he went east at the fork earlier in the cave. Oh, okay. So I'm just chilling with Raylan and uh, yeah, Grimsby. Are we unaware of stuff going? Wait, no. So we you can like, could, hear him through a wall. Or you could hear the engine of whatever uh, this machine is kick on. You could hear like a like an old lawnmower engine. Just kind of. <clears throat> but no, no word about a threat like there and any kind of threat. No, you haven't heard anyone yell out or anything. Raylan said, right. "Oh, geez, what did Boyd do?" <laughs> yep. I don't know. I'll just stay there then. Next is Boyd's turn. So actually, that con save starts on your turn, Boyd, but you already rolled it, so you got you're uh, you're good for this turn. So I'm gonna move 25 up to here, and I'm gonna cast Entangle on him. All right. Oh, wait. Wait, I want to use my new thing. <laughs> oh, rectangle? Yeah, yeah, let's see what it looks like. You bought it even though we're going to play on the other system? <laughs> um, yeah, the timing was bad, alright. <laughs> Where do you want to cast it? Alright, I'll, I'll just drop it on here, that's what I should do. On him, that area. It's 20 foot, right? It's a 20 foot square, yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, one more smaller. Shouldn't use the ruler one, but... Alright, there look good? Yeah, that's fine. Is it moving for you? Yeah, it moved around. Sweet. I mean, can I, no, I mean, is it animated? No. Ah, maybe I you have to. I can see it. it, and I'm not supposed to be able to see it. 
Oh, I think I just turned off my animations or something, probably. Oh, uh, okay. I, I have everything disabled. I have music disabled. I have everything disabled. It it also disabled the lighting. Uh, it shouldn't. There's no lighting in here. Oh, I mean, I can, I can see the full map now. Really? That's <laughs> yeah. weird. How the fuck does that yeah. work? I see it moving. Oh. I can see your spell effect. Whatever. It's fine. He's got to do uh, a decent strength. 13, we're only going to be using the roll 20 for a couple more sessions anyways. Um, okay. Next is NPCs. And uh, Jim oh, Jam will... He has to do a save. Oh, my bad. What is it? Deck save? No, it's a fucking strength save. Wait, I think it's strength. Oh, is it strength? Alright, I'll roll strength. In the area when you cast a spell, must do a strength saving throw. Okay. So it oh, looks like failed. he failed. Ah. So he is restrained. Alright. That ends my turn. So next it'll be uh, Jim Jam and company. And uh, they'll turn to, to Sherwin and they'll just be like, what's, what's going on? Where are you going? What's that noise? I'll come with you. <laughs> I saw the entire map! <laughs> Raylan's turn. Sorry, I was wiping the disgusting uh, popcorn butter off of my hands. <laughs> As you do. So Raylan's just gonna full speed book it. How do you measure again? What do you click? It's that little circle with a ruler in it. On your Ain't there a keyboard shortcut though? Uh, maybe. I don't know what it is though. It's Q. So I can move 60, right? If I book yeah. it. Yep. 60. Done. Alright, next is Grimsby. I just saw Raylan book it. What? Why? Where are you going? And I'll follow him. On, oh, there we go. So next is the Jurgar's turn. So this guy is going to take his turn in order to try to break from the entangle. Which he does. And then he's going to use his movement to get out of it. And he is going to climb up on one of these boxes with the rest of his movement. Right there. And uh, Sherwin, as you run down into the tunnel there, uh, from behind you, another Jurgar is going to appear out of invisibility. Uh, but this time, he is already enlarged. Oh. As if they had advance notice that you guys were coming. And he's going to swing with his war pick, which hits for 15 piercing that slams yeah. down into you. And uh, next is Donnie. I'll follow after Raylan and Grimsby. Alright. That's, uh, that's it, right? Is that yep. 30? Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. I think you got like maybe 10 more feet left to move. Alright. Alright. And next is uh, Boyd's turn. Alright, I'm gonna go fungal form because I need this fucking HP. A wild shape symbiotic entity. Oh, that. So let me add my HP here. Okay. Then I am going to. Guess I'm gonna move. All I can do because I use that action. Up. Take my HP. And that's it. That's all I can do. Ah, right. bonus action. Shillelagh, I guess. I'll turn that on. So as you run through that ramp up the top port, uh, top portion there to get back on the regular ground, um, when you pass through this space, there is going to be another Drugar who is going to pop out of invisibility and swing at you as you run by. 14? Does that hit? No, no, sir. No, oh, sir. All right. Sir, so you're able to run by him as his attack of opportunity misses. 
And uh, it's the NPC's turn. Jim Jer, uh, Jim Jam. Um, he's like, oh shit! Yeah. Then he's gonna run. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, two, like here. And uh, he'll pull out a little hand crossbow that he has. And uh, he will shoot at the Durgar. And miss. And uh, Sarath will do the same from here. As he seems to have recovered his faculties a bit, and he's not totally out of it. His will also miss. Raylan, your turn. Raylan <clears throat> informs the group, Big Dwarf! <laughs> <laughs> That's an oxymoron if I've ever heard one. You'd think. And then he uh, paces up, and then he catches sight of the other one down the way and says, At least a couple! Informing the troops. And then he, uh, let's see. Mm, yeah, blast him. And it misses. Miss hmm. Grimsby, your turn. Do we have access to the uh, store of enlarged mushrooms? Or does only Boyd have them? Or something like that? You mean like this, the ration stuff or like the special ones? The special ones. I just marked them as party stuff, but I assume everybody's carrying their own mushrooms. Okay, because I want to I wanna take an enlarged mushroom to make me the same size as these dwarves, or bigger than the dwarves, probably. Uh, technically, you would still be just a large sized. You don't get bigger than them, but you do size up. So you can eat, you can use an action to eat one. And, yeah, I uh, will. Do, do, do. There you go. You become about twice your normal height. Were we doing... <clears throat> we were doing potions as a bonus action. What about eating a mushroom? Um, what were we doing for that? I don't think it's really come up. No pressure, just wondering what the ruling is. Yeah, um, let's see. That'd be great if I could get an act to do. Eat another mushroom. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say it's a regular use action. You're not just sipping it down, you're chewing it. It's not as fast as drinking. Okay. B. Bum. Next so turn, you're going down. So you said that it's an action for eating mushroom, right? Yeah. Okay. And, uh... Sherwin, your turn. Alright. Uh, Sherwin's very surprised. Back by the attack. Oh! How dare you! I am the law around here! Just his badge. In case you fucking forgot. Who's <laughs> <laughs> out? He pulls out the new bottle of acid. You're under arrest. Or is it at his head? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it is a uh, you do like a, a ranged attack, uh, throw act, a throw weapon action, basically. So you use your um, smash it against his fucking skull. <laughs> Cause you're right on him. Yeah, I guess I that's guess true he's too. Tall enough, you gotta throw it. Yeah, can I just bash it on the head? That makes sense, I guess. Um, but I feel like there'd be some residual because you're shattering a glass bottle with your hand against him. Like you would get some acid on your hands. Because your drone's dropping on him. Close range, like I'm throwing it at his head, but it's like a, it's like a foot away from his head. I let go of the bottle. Why don't you just take your movement first and then chuck it? Uh, I'd have Help. to disengage. Broken app. Yeah. So I'm just gonna hold my ground. Cause I remember government area and show my strength. 
I'm not letting scoundrel tell me what to do. Thrown it as head. What do I roll? Um, so you would roll um just a ranged attack, but this uses your strength. I think I want to double check though because I know it's a huge difference for you. Um, <laughs> Like maybe artificers might be their intelligence modifier for things related. Uh, I think it has the thrown property. So in that case, you might be able to use Dex. I guess designed to be thrown. Uh, it's range This weapon is a melee usable. For example, is no, oh, that's not what that means. Um, sorry, I didn't think about to look at this before. Um, well, for throwing dagger, you use your dexterity. So I'm gonna say you can use your dex to throw it. The user, well, you can use your dex, right? Yeah, you can. Okay. His is, uh, I guess he would want to well, use his dex probably. Well, wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you basically get a crit on the piercing damage of it, and then the acid damage is not doubled. Okay. So, what was it? 1d8 plus 2d6. <clears throat> And then I do another 2d6, right? Uh, the acid vial is, yeah, 1d8. So you do 2d8 plus your uh, dex mod. So do 2d8 plus 2. And then a 2d6 for acid. Okay. So this 13 is piercing. Alright, now 2d6. Yep. And then, do I double that now? For the crit, or I mean, do I uh, the acid again? damage, the acid damage doesn't do double. It's like the just the piercing damage. Just the piercing. Double. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, do I? Oh, okay. So I did two d8 instead of one d8, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So yeah, when you smash him in the face with it, it you nearly like knock him on his ass despite his size, as he's like scra crawling at his, scratching at his face and his beard trying to get the acid out. And yeah, it's pretty yeah. challenging. Oh. He lives, he'll at least be scarred for life at this. This is we pretty fucked him up. Um uh, alright, uh you gonna do anything else? Uh no. Stay in the right. So it's the Jurgar's turn. And this guy, since he is he's gonna go jump. And uh this guy's gonna come up on Boyd. And swing down with his I guess he Reaction. Okay, go for it. He fails. He takes one necrotic. Times two. <laughs> one times, times two. two. Necrotic. Yeah. yeah. And... I thought they got reached, but I guess you do not get reached with enlarged. So it stays huh. the same. Basically all it does is it's going to give you... It gives you advantage on strength checks and strength-based saving throws, and it gives you an extra d4 on your damage. And it increases your, like, carrying capacity, I think, too. But let's see. Or pick enlarged. That hits. Thing needs to be up here for 16 piercing. Take all my fucking temp HP away, son bitch. And next, the other Jurgar is going to swing at Sherwin. The same war pick. He slams down, and he crit fails because the acid is just, I guess, blinded his face. He rules a one, and I'm gonna say. Since you critted him with your attack and he crit failed, he just like, in his rage, he swings his pickaxe at you and just lets it slip and it flies out of his hand. Uh -huh. And he drops it. And the other like one it is... Flies, it, it just flies past Sherwin's head, but he, he steps aside like badass. <laughs> Air past. 
and the and then the like light just goes off his badge. <laughs> I am the law. He didn't. He didn't dodge it like W. Bush dodging that guy's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next is uh, Donnie's turn. Fucking hero. All right. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I'll take the dash action up to that dude. <clears throat> Where the fuck is Boyd? He's down to the southeast. You can see him from where you're at. I see him. Okay. Um, how are these two looking? Like Sherwin and this dude. The one that Sherwin's fighting is uh, a, a solid short sword stab would probably kill him. Okay. Dang. The one that Boyd's fighting is still in pretty good shape. All right. So my dash can get me like there-ish, I think. And then I'm gonna second wind if I can get there. Yeah, so I'm in a second wind and push attack this guy okay. with my glaive. And Damn it. misses. Oh, okay. And next is Boyd. Uh, right, you got something else? Can I go here instead of where I was? Does that work out? Yeah, sure. No problem. Okay. Yep, I'm good. Alright, Boyd, your turn. Okay, I guess I'm going to... Shit. I guess I'll go for a poison spray since, well, yeah, because I'm out of my fungal mode with bonuses. Oh shit, I want to bite that dude real quick. Sorry. Bonus action. get him? Nope. I'm gonna go with the poison spray then. Alright. Con save, 13. He fails. He takes Fail. all of it. Seven. Damn. Right. You get him right in the nostrils. It's like direct injection. And uh, next is NPC's turn. I think I'm gonna bonus action for uh, healing word on myself. Alright. Pop up, no. Nanny. Hell yeah. Hit him, Jim Jam. One second. Alright. Um, let's see. So, four piercing from Jim Jam. And. Next is Raylan. Was that into the guy by Sherwin? Yeah. He's still How's he alive. looking? Hanging on by thread. Alright. Raylan's gonna take a big sideways step and do a vertical chop down on this fucking guy's shoulder. Yeah, that definitely hits and kills him. How's it look? He uh, cracks his collarbone, blood fucking gushing out everywhere. His energy pours into Raylan, and I guess he shrivels up. Yep, you get your temp hit points. Alright, and then Raylan's gonna race past Sherwin and pat him on the shoulder and say, Great work! <laughs> That's Pat needed there. <laughs> Alright, it's uh, Grimsby's turn next. Can you say that I mentally told the people near me that there's another one around the corner? Sure. I like the spell effect, it's fun. Yep. Gooda, 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 really? Gooda, 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 gooda. Alright. Uh, Grimsby. Make... Hold on. Wait, so as as enlarged Grimsby, do I get like a giant square of movement as my as my five feet, or is it literally still just. Yep, same amount of movement. Okay, one, two, three, five. Okay, six. And I'll attack this dude. In the down below, Boyd and Donnie. All right, your bow. 
No Hail of Thorns, because I'll destroy people. I will take my minus five, though, just for extra damage. Okay. Oh, shit! So, plus ten damage. Nice. So, that attack um, <clears throat> really rattles him. And, uh, plus, plus damage, too. Yeah, ten, That's right? Thirteen total? Yeah. And 1d4, because he's big. Oh. Uh, it doesn't help with ranged attacks. It only helps with... Oh, bullshit. Okay. Being bigger doesn't make your boat hit harder. Um, it's extra strength. Extra velocity. That's not how a bow works. You pull the bow to its full extension regardless of your size. If you're larger, you could maybe snap the string on your bow if you're pulling it too far. That would be a quick fail. Well, what if he just throws the arrow? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the rule so says the you don't get anything for ranged, too? so... Okay. If he was throwing a weapon, it'd be different. But he's not. I have nothing to throw. What does Sherwin say? Because Sherwin's the law. And he's using his dex mod for his attack on his bow also. So, come on, guys. Um, Sherwin, your turn. Sherwin's uh, head down. Towards... Fight, strike it, fire. Yeah, definitely hits. And that will kill him. How does it look? Aims it, hits in the beer. Beer catches fire. <laughs> Burns his skull. <laughs> it's like a, it just kind of looks like a scorpion from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Face off. Skeleton <laughs> <Just laughs> <open> skull. <laughs> nice. And then Sherwin says, I still got it. Opening pipe like a cut. I don't know if he's ever rolled below a 19 on a firebolt that hit. <clears throat> Yeah, plus Good. six. So, uh, after that guy drops, you do not see any more There's active another one. combats. Come on, guys, just do another one. So, we it'd don't be Donnie's. You don't see any, other, any active combatants. You don't see any other Drugar. The machine is left right. running, though, the whole time, and this fog has actually grown. Uh, uh he's gonna whiff. Give her a whiff. Does it smell dangerous? It <laughs> smells really dangerous. Alright, we should get the fuck out of here. I don't like the smell of this place. I'd like to investigate the Alright. Um, so... Yeah, you can get just close enough to where you won't get uh, sucked up in the fog. But this machine is pumping this gas. It looks like it was used to maybe fertilize um, the fungus below. And uh, it looks like the machine is pretty easy to operate. You could actually turn it yourself with a move action to point it in a different direction. So I'll do that. Yeah, I like to probably just turn it off. Okay, so you turn it off. And uh, it was not magical in nature, so as soon as you turn it off, the total cloud mass kind of slowly dissipates. And can I tell what this gas is? Um, it's, uh, you give me like an investigation or even nature check. With investigation, you can see the canisters that are, are like uh, connected to this machine. Um, and it has some scribbles in Dwarvish on it that say, uh, fertilizer. It says fertilizer, but it also says, uh, it has like a little caution symbol on it, too. It's poo gas. They have, like, a skull and crossbones. Yeah, except it's like a dwarf skull, so it's a little bit shorter and wider. It makes me think of some, like, late-night lawyer commercial. Have you or your family been exposed to... Poo gas? I'd like to, uh, <laughs> see if I can harvest the fertilizer for my... 
Um, yeah, you can remove the canister. Um, and if you had some, took some time to investigate it, um, like an hour or so, you could probably figure out a way to convert this into like a, like a smoke bomb kind of thing. So a 10 foot square is really small, right? It's only like two by two. Right. Fuck. How are you going to sweep? <laughs> That's pretty smart, actually. I was going to, I was going to throw the oil of slippery in and see if he's got some footprints or something. See him walking through. Oh yeah, are there tracks? Uh, you can search he... for that. Um, Boyd perception. told us there was another one, right? Yep, at least another one. Raylan's gonna uh, tap Big Grimsby and like point down at the ground and make walking motion with his fingers, and then look for investigation. Um, if to find the tracks, you need to use perception first. I just rolled an eleven. All right, and boy, do you get like advantage or anything from observant for perception checks? That's a good question. Can I assist uh, Grimsby instead of my bad roll? <laughs> uh, sure, I'll let you do that. Plus five to passive perception okay. and perception. passive investigation scores. Okay, passive. Um, yeah, you're able to find. Um, through, it looks like without going take your survival roll too. Um, you're able to find some remnants of footprints. Um, not so much in here in the space in the clear on the stone flooring, but um, in the mushroom patch, uh, you can see a bunch of mushrooms that have been pressed down as someone has stomped through them. And Those could the just be mine. Uh, these are not yours. You would recognize them as not yours because they take a different path than you did. Um, and they go all the way... <laughs> <laughs> High perception, low intelligence. Yeah. Oh, I, I must have forgot that I went over there. <laughs> I must forget that charisma either. Um, yeah, but it leads all the way over to that crack in the far eastern wall. Okay, guys. Well, let's go investigate this big crack over here. Actually, so, I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my small mushroom and go back to normal before I do okay. that. And you can by looking at it from here, it looks like the same setup as before, where you guys are gonna need to shrink down to get through. Let's examine this Durgar and see if he's part of the gray. Um, he's not part of the gray. Um, he is, uh, let's see, wait, let me see. Um, what these guys got on him? Wait, he is! <laughs> uh, no, so, like I mentioned, he had that kind of, like, roguish garb, um, but he doesn't carry anything on him, um, other than his weapons. Um, no identifiable marks on him. What weapons are we talking about? Uh, he had a, uh, war, a war pick. It's like a giant pickaxe. And a shield and some javelins. And on that note, I need to go. And I'm a shield. Way over. Yeah, me too. I need to stop. But uh, what's in the crates? It's in the box. My kid. What's in the box? Well, it wouldn't be your dick. It'd be your bell end. Um, yeah, just uh, looking through the crates really quickly, you can find that they're just full of rations, fungal rations. Um, there's about 20 days worth in all of these crates. About 50 total pounds of mushrooms. And, uh, yeah. That's all it is. It's just like food stores. Okay. Well, if you only need to go, let's stop before we do anything else. Yeah. I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs>